Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. Absolutely everyone is talking about the upcoming Ethereum merge. But how many people actually know what that merge means for Ethereum? Perhaps more importantly, do they know how to profit off of it? And if they know how to profit off of the merge, do they have different low risk, medium risk and high risk strategies to profit off of the merge? I'm going to cover exactly everything that was just mentioned. I'm going to talk about what the merge means for Ethereum and I'm going to explore low, medium and high risk strategies to profit off of the upcoming merge. Make sure you stick around until the end to get that update. I've seen a lot of incorrect information going around about the merge and this is an opportunity to just get our facts straight. Before we go into exactly how people can profit off of the merge, we're going to look at the BTC, ETH and altcoin charts. We're then quickly going to skim through the top five headlines in the crypto news today that anyone involved in the crypto markets should really be aware of. And then we're going to dedicate the rest of today's call to really doing a deep dive on Ethereum. BTC prices are not looking great at the moment. If you open up the five day chart, you will see that it is rocky at best. Indeed, in traditional markets as well, US stock futures, crude prices and other commodities have all fallen. Fortunately, we don't need to look too far to identify the root cause of nervousness in the markets today. New data has shown that China's economic activity slowed across the broad in July, including factory output, investment and consumer spending. Recall that China's central bank also cut key lending rates to revive demand after the weak data was released. China is of course the world's second biggest economy, so the news that the economy is struggling, that coronavirus cases are increasing, and that banks are still having to conduct expansionary monetary policy is concerning to the overall global economy too. Opening up a five-day Ethereum chart, we can see that Ethereum prices are also struggling a bit from this latest hit to the economy through the China news. But overall, Ethereum is doing better than BTC because of some of this momentum and positive bullish sentiment that's building up in anticipation of the merge. If we filter for the biggest altcoin movers on a 24-hour price action metric, we'll see that Dogecoin has been doing pretty well recently, up about 15% on the 24-hour. Let's move into the top five headlines in the crypto news today until we get into our Ethereum deep dive and merge-specific profit strategies. An entire galaxy of problems. Galaxy Digital has abandoned its plan to buy BitGo, saying the crypto custody specialist has failed to provide financial statements by an end of July deadline. The $1.2 billion acquisition was announced May 2021 and was expected to close by the end of the year. We all love digital payments. European Digital Bank Revolut has been granted authorization by the Cyprus Securities and Exchange Commission, allowing it to offer crypto services across the European economic area. 
Specifically, the authorization will enable Revolut to offer crypto services to its 17 million customers. Headline number three before we talk about all things Ethereum and profit making. Singaporean law offers temporary protection against any legal proceedings and claims which the company believes would provide a breathing space to focus on its recovery plan. On the merry topic of liquidations, new filings show that lender Celsius could run out of operational cash by October. The documents also show a $2.8 billion haul in crypto assets on hand compared to liabilities. When we talk about assets, liabilities, and equities, we are usually referring to different aspects of a company's balance sheet. Balance sheets adhere to the following equation, assets equals liabilities plus shareholders equity. Put very simply, a company has to pay for everything it owns or its assets by either borrowing money, or in other words, taking on liabilities like debt, or taking it from investors, issuing shareholder equity. So what we are currently seeing on the Celsius balance sheet or cash flow statement, which is typical of distressed companies, is a lot of liabilities or debt that is due to be repaid and very little operating cash flow to facilitate or service or meet that debt. Final headline then, until we go into the Ethereum merge deep dive, Yuga Labs released its long-awaited IP licensing agreement for CryptoPunks and MeBits on Monday. It gives holders full commercialization rights to create projects and products based on their NFT. So we can look forward to whatever creative projects are to come off of this development. Ethereum 2.0, it is finally coming. If you are a holder of ETH, do not panic. Ethereum 2.0 is not a new asset. Instead, it's a name given to a set of updates coming to the Ethereum network. That is right, you heard correct. A series of updates. The merge is not the be-all and end-all for Ethereum. It is one phase on a three-phase approach. Phase zero is called the beacon chain. The beacon chain was officially launched on December the 1st, 2020. This phase introduced proof of stake to the Ethereum ecosystem, but does not currently change how Ethereum is used. Phase one is the merge. This phase will replace the current proof of work mechanism with the beacon chain's proof of stake mechanism, which is expected to decrease Ethereum's energy usage by 99.5%. The start date for this phase has recently been pushed forward to around September the 19th, 2022. Many Ethereum investors make the mistake of only thinking about the merge, but in fact, phase two is equally important and it is sharding. Ethereum sharding is expected to be released sometime in 2023 to 2024. Sharding will work together with layer two rollups to divide the burden of large data. The aim of this phase is to allow more participation, more security, and greater decentralization. So now that we've covered the phases of the Ethereum merge, we're gonna go into how to profit off of the Ethereum merge. Before I go into this, a very quick word of caution to everyone listening to this. You don't actually need to do anything going into the merge. So be aware 
for any suspicious emails or messages saying you need to do anything or send your ETH in return for a new asset. Please do not fall for that. If you are looking for resources on security, just go to the Market Meditations website, marketmeditations.io, click on free resources, filter for security, and you'll see some of our best works on cryptocurrency security and our essential cryptocurrency security guide will be very helpful. Right, so now we are gonna go into the low, medium, and high risk strategies you can use to profit off of the Ethereum merge. If you followed the instructions and filtered guides by security, you can also filter the guides by book reviews. When it comes to deciding your personal risk appetite, we've got a lot of helpful book reviews that you can use. One theory out of many is Nassim Taleb's Barbell Theory of Portfolio Allocation. Taleb argues that an effective risk-taking strategy should strive to be anti-fragile fully protected from total ruin while being exposed to the occasional unlimited upside. This forms what he calls a barbell strategy. You can imagine a physical barbell. On the one side, you have a small proportion of investments that are high risk, but have very high reward potential. On the other side, you have a larger proportion of investments that are low risk and low reward potential. Helping you achieve that barbell shape is the fact that there are no investments held in the middle, or in other words, nothing medium risk or average is held in the portfolio. According to Taleb, this type of portfolio distribution allows for disproportionate upside while protecting from the all-important risk of ruin. As mentioned, that is one risk preference out of very many. Just be aware of your own risk tolerance as you think about strategies to profit on the Ethereum merge. The merge presents many opportunities to make a profit, and we're about to discuss a few ways to make money whilst catering to your individual risk appetite. First, we consider a low risk strategy, dollar cost averaging or DCA. As the merge is a hot topic, many people will seek opportunities to profit. Regularly averaging into ETH will expose you to positive price movements, whilst protecting you from price fluctuations and sheltering you from potential fear, uncertainty and doubt or FUD. So low risk strategy to profit off of the merge that some people are talking about is a simple DCA strategy into Ethereum. The next strategy to consider is a low to medium risk strategy of staking your ETH. Binance, Coinbase, Kraken and others all offer users the ability to stake ETH on their platform easily. These platforms basically require you to lock your ETH until the transition to Ethereum 2.0, a design of the Ethereum network itself. The annual reward weight is based on a floating rate, so expect your staking returns to decrease over time slowly. Next, we consider a medium risk strategy, arbitrage ST ETH. At the time we did our research for today's call, one Ethereum costed about $1,898, and one SDETH costed about $1,850. As SDETH is backed one-to-one -one with ETH, you can acquire ETH in the form of SDETH at roughly a 2.5% discount. Important to note that there is a significant waiting time before you can redeem SDETH or ETH, meaning there is an opportunity cost of going down this route. 
We say that this strategy is medium risk because in order for this play to be profitable, you are assuming one, the Ethereum upgrade will actually happen, two, Lado Finance will be around at the time, and three, the price of ETH won't have plummeted by the time of the merge, removing any potential arbitrage profits. Finally, we move on to our final strategy, which is the high risk strategy of following the narrative. Crypto markets often follow narratives. We've had DeFi, Layer 1 alternatives, Metaverse, and many other narratives over the years. If you follow the narrative theory, you would assume that any reasonable project following a particular narrative will be extremely bullish within this period. If you are a higher risk individual, it could be wise to allocate a small percentage of your trading capital to assets you feel will follow the merge narrative. So guys, that is the end of today's market update call. We've looked at the Ethereum merge, what it really means, a couple of different risk style strategies to profit off of the merge. And we've also done a roundup of the chart and the main headlines in the news. Thank you very much and talk to you soon.